Hello, <coughs> excuse me. Hello, everybody. Dr. Rick here dropping in on you. Hope everybody is having a great week. I know that it has been an eventful week for me and everyone uh, at Rick Wallace Enterprises and in the Wallace household. Uh, good thing. Uh, challenging, but definitely pushing towards something great. So uh, that's that. Look, I'm not going to take a lot of your time. I want to, uh, obviously, for those of you who may not uh, stay until the end of the uh, message, I want you to check out the description box. Uh, There's a course I created over six, well, over five years ago. Uh, I sold it, um, sold the licensing for five years. I just got it back towards the end of last year, and I'm now I'm offering it at a highly reduced rate to uh, people that I'm connected to, people who follow me, people who are inspired by what I do, I want to help you. It's called Crushing Limiting Beliefs. Uh, Anything that you have brought with you from childhood, past experiences, or whatever, that's limiting what you believe you can do in this world, this will help you crush those limiting beliefs and expand your expectations for your life. I'm telling you, taking that ceiling off and aiming for something greater is an unbelievable feeling. It's an unbelievable, unbelievable experience. It is something that every person in this world needs to do. You need to shake free of those limiting beliefs. Okay. What I'm going to do is I'm going to share something with you. I'm going to be as brief as I possibly can, but I want to really, really, truly connect you with the truth. Here, here it is. You are simply this. You are what you choose to become. The world is going to tell you that you are the sum total of your parents. You are the sum total of your background. You are the sum total of your economic reality. You are the sum total of what you were able to do academically. People will try to define you using all types of mechanisms and standards. But let me explain something to you. Ultimately, you are going to be who you choose to become. What you get out of this life will be directly associated with what you choose to become. You don't get what you want in this world. You get who you are. You get who you are. You become who you are by becoming. It is a process of becoming. It is a process of understanding who you are now and what you want in this world and then determining and observing those who have done it to determine what you need to do in order to have it. And then you start working on becoming it. Nobody can stop you. People will hate you. People will uh, malign you. People will have negative opinions of you. There will be a lot of different things that are going to be in your path, but nothing has the power to stop you but you. You wake up every morning. You have a mindset of going out and getting something done. You wake up in the morning and your goal should be, I'm not going to sleep tonight the same person that woke up. And I do this consistently. I do this consistently. 
I wake up in the morning and my goal is not to go to sleep the same man. And how do I control that? I grow intentionally. I know what I need to become. I know what my clients need from me. I know what my wife wants and needs from me. I know what my family needs from me because I study and I look and I observe and I then I examine myself and I say, well, where are you at? How can you improve what you need to do? And so I wake up every morning and say, I'm going to improve here. And then it's okay. How can I improve? Well, I, I study something, I read something. In other words, I'm constantly taking in information. For every moment that I share with you, there are literally thousands of moments of me consuming information, learning and talking to people, taking courses, developing and growing. Why? Because I cannot be the same man I was last year. I cannot be that person. Next year, I cannot be who I am today. Why? Because that fails me. You have to have a drive to improve yourself. If that's called intentional growth, when you have a drive to improve yourself, you're not just letting life throw you and bounce you off stuff and learning the hard way. You make up in your mind with a consistent yearning to be something specific and something special in this world that you were designed to be. You understand your gift, you understand your talent, and you make up in your mind that I'm going out in this world and I'm going to do something exceptional. I'm going to do something extraordinary. I'm going to do something phenomenal. I refuse refuse to be the same person day in and day out. I refuse to leave this world the same person that dropped in. I refuse to take all of this potential, all of this talent to the grave with me. So I'm going to wake up every morning and I'm going to intentionally go out and find a way to grow. I'm going to be influential in my space, uh, as my grandfather would say, I'm going to feel my space. That means I'm going out there and I'm going to make a difference for the people who are in my periphery, my direct periphery, people who are close to me in proximity, people who can hear me speak. And that includes you right now. I am going to do my best. And so people say, well, what if I don't want to, what if I'm just cool with where I'm at? Why do I have to improve? Why do I need to change? What if I like, let me tell you something. Improving yourself or intentional growth is necessary because doing so reduces the amount of suffering you have to experience in life. People suffer because they refuse to grow. People go through unnecessary hardships because they refuse to grow. People go through broken relationship after broken relationship because they refuse to grow. People have failed business attempt after failed business attempt because they refuse to grow. I can go on and on and on of ways people suffer because they refuse to grow. You have a responsibility to yourself and anybody in your life to grow because you reduce the amount of suffering for yourself and those around you who depend on you. Yes, you need to be intentionally focused on being better. And it can't be, well, I just want to do that. You've got to look at it and say, okay, what does does it take for me to be where I need to be? What is it that I want that I don't have that I haven't been able to grasp? What do people who have it look like? What do they talk like? What do they think like? How do they think? How do they talk? How do they move? What does they do? what does the, 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 they look like? I can tell you right now, one of the things that I see that it that that blares at me is that the average American only reads one book a year. The most Set the top successful 5% in this country read a minimum of four books per month. That's the first thing. So you're talking to roughly around between 48 and 50 plus books a year versus one. You, you mean to tell me that in reading those 50 books, 
that growth isn't taking place, growth in knowledge, growth in examination of self, growth in possibility, growth in potential. Yes, absolutely. That's the one thing I could tell you. They also wake up in the morning. They wake up in the morning and they start with a positive mindset. They wake up in the morning. They're up before the average person is up. So they're getting a head start. You are going to have to do that. You're going to have to. You're going to have to constantly move. Something else you need to understand is that you're constantly reaffirming your emotional state because the body and the mind are connected. So you have a thought in your head. The body literally interprets it. You ever have you ever been thinking something and you start to get a feeling in your body? If you start thinking about something negative, you get this butterfly stir feeling. It, it, it's, it's the body releasing adrenaline and cortisol. You're going into a fight or flight state. You, it's an emotional state. You also had a feeling where you thought of something positive and all of a sudden you, you get this good feeling that that's dopamine being released into the body. It's a response to an emotional state. And what happens is that reaffirms the state. And what happens is that's how people start out with a bad day and can't get out of it because you keep reaffirming it by the way you feel physiologically in your physiological makeup. Your body is very powerful. One of the things I do in helping people heal with trauma is uh, help them understand that their body is carrying the trauma. Physiologically, the body carries the trauma. The body experienced the trauma as much as the mind and the body holds it. The body can be considered, according to uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza, the body can, can be considered the third mind, the unconscious mind. You have the conscious mind, the subconscious mind, and the unconscious mind. The body is the unconscious mind. It simply feels and interprets. It does not have the ability to distinguish between what's being remembered, what's what, what's real, what's being imagined. It takes it. So you have to be very careful what you feed the body and the way of your thoughts and the way of your speech. What's that? That's affirmations. People talk about affirmations, but people misunderstand the power of affirmations and what affirmations are really are. Uh, uh, affirmations really, really are. Most people think, okay, I say a few affirmations every day. You know, I am this, I am that, and I do this, and I will do this, and blah, blah, blah. And this, no, every word you're speaking about yourself is an affirmation. Every thought you're having about yourself is an affirmation. Your entire self-talk is a stream of affirmations. Whatever you're saying about yourself, you're affirming yourself. Now, here's the thing. Most people think of affirmations as something positive. Affirmations mean you're affirming who you are and how you think about yourself. So if you see yourself in a negative light, your talk, your talk is going to reflect it. If you're thinking from a biblical perspective, uh, I believe it was in the book of Matthew that Christ said, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Well, we know that the heart that was being spoken of wasn't the physiological heart it was the deepest recesses of the soul what we now call the subconscious out of the depths of the subconscious the mouth speaks so if you have a bunch of subconscious cognitions that view you in a certain way that have been established over time you're going to have a constant speech that's reflective of that you're going to find yourself saying things about yourself that you may not even be aware of and those things have power words are not powerless. They are extremely powerful. You are literally affirming yourself. What are you saying about yourself? What are you What are you thinking about yourself? Why is it that you, uh, uh, what is it? Second Corinthians chapter 10, beginning at verse three, you heard me use this one a lot because it's so powerful and it's so tied into the psychology of success. It says that though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh, but the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty in God for the pulling down of strongholds, bringing every thought. And it says casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity, into the obedience of Christ. What is it saying? It's saying that if you're not careful, 
you'll lose the war of the war of the mind and your thoughts will run away with you and your thoughts will be the dictator of the things that you're dealing with and that is where it happens it says bring thoughts into captivity hey tara yes 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 uh i'll, I'll definitely email you um today uh hello reza look it is immensely, 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 immensely important that you understand that how you yourself talk. Look at yourself like this. So let me let me, let me explain something to you. Look at your brain, the physiological part of your body, the little phys physiological part of your, your brain. Your brain is the most powerful supercomputer on the planet. It has the capacity to process more than four billion bits of information. It is beyond anything that they can create. Your brain can process it. The problem is we never put it to the test. We never challenge it. We live within the confines and constricts of what we've been told we can and cannot do. The people who do exceptional and extraordinary things in this world are the people who decide to go beyond what has been established as being possible. It is there that you discover things that are, again, remarkable and phenomenal. But imagine the brain being this unbelievable supercomputer. By now, everybody understands how a computer works. You may not know the intricacies of it, but you know you put something in it and it does something for you that you want it to do. Well, imagine that your brain is a supercomputer where your self-talk is the software and the system that you upload. See, a computer, no matter how powerful, is, is literally rendered useless without a good system. So you got you got Apple, you got Linux. I mean, you got uh, what is it? Mac, Linux, uh, Windows. Those are the things that you normally see running on computers. And depending on how good the system and they're constantly upgrading these systems. Why? Because they want the computers to perform better, to 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 process faster, uh, to have fewer interruptions and sicknesses known as viruses and and all of that and malware and spyware and all the other stuff. But the bottom line is your software uh, or the system that you're going to run this brain on is going to be your self-talk. Your brain is only going to process what your self-talk tells it your, or what your thoughts tell it or what you're looking for. You're, look, at, look at a part of your brain as being like Google. You can go in and type in five reasons that businesses fail. Guess what Google is going to give you? Five reasons that businesses fail or more. Why? Because that's what you ask for. Guess what Google is probably not going to give you in that search? Five to ten reasons why businesses succeed. But if you go in and you type five reasons why businesses succeed, the, the top five reasons businesses succeed, it'll find it for you. So guess what? It's determined on what you're looking for. Well, your self-talk is that system. You've got to be very careful of what you're doing. You're literally living and affirming yourself by what you say to yourself about yourself and how you think about yourself. And those affirmations can be positive or negative. There's no, we, we got this idea that the only time we're affirming something is when we say something. No, when you sit up and say, I'm stupid, that was stupid. You're literally affirming something. When you say that was dumb, you're affirming something. When you sit up and say, I'm broke, you're affirming something. When you sit up and say, I'll never be a business owner, you're affirming something. When you sit up and say, all I've ever been is average, you're affirming something. you got to be very careful of what you say. you got to be very careful of how you speak about yourself. You've got to have an awareness of the power 
to establish things. See, you have the ability, whether you realize it or not, to call things that have not yet manifested themselves as though they already exist and start the process of manifestation by simply speaking to say, you shall declare a thing and it shall be established. Again, that's the law of spirituality and the law of faith and the law of attraction. All these things are working in direct harmony in the universe that God created to respond to direct will. The problem is we are living our lives based on the opinions of other people. We're living our lives based on past experiences. People sit up and say, well, I want to make a change, but I'm afraid of the uncertainty. I can't predict the future. You actually can. Again, Dr. Dispenser says the best way to predict the future is to create it. Not from the things that are known, but from the things that are unknown. See, most people are consulting their past to get an idea of what their future should be like. You are consulting past failures, past experiences, past ideas, past beliefs, and you are not consulting the power of faith and the power of force and the power of your ability to walk out of something and into something. There's absolutely no such thing as hopelessness. There's not one circumstance that you don't have the power to change, but you can't keep consulting the past to create a future. You need something unknown to move into something new. And unknown isn't going to feel comfortable because why? It's not familiar. When people sit up and tell me, hey, I really, I, I did try it, doc. I tried it, but it just didn't feel right. What they're telling me is it didn't feel familiar. See, they've gotten familiar with being mediocre. They've gotten familiar with being average. They've got familiar with just getting by. They've gotten familiar with just showing up. They've gotten familiar. But see, when you start talking about put something on, on, on the table, when you start to put some skin in the game, when you talk about taking some risks and going out beyond the safe point of life, and taking on challenges that is not familiar and it scares them but that's where greatness takes place i'm challenging you step out from the corner of comfort and into the light of challenge and reward and you will see that things beyond your wildest dreams will happen. I'm a little kid that grew up in the hood in a two bedroom shotgun house. The darn bedrooms didn't even have doors. But I dreamed. I had read the entire encyclopedia by the time I was 10. I had a vision of something beyond what I was living in. I knew it was out there and I had no idea the things that I would accomplish and the places I would go, and, you know, that I would be sitting here doing what I'm doing now, helping people change their lives. But I knew I had a place in this world. Even as a little kid, I knew there was something exceptional about me. And I had a place in this world where I was going to make a difference. Now I'm challenging you. It's time to step out from that. It's time to step out from being safe. The, 
here's the crazy thing about it. You 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 play it safe, but you still lose. Cause safe is never really safe because those are the things you don't control. I've seen people, matter of fact, I used to be in the international relocation business. Some of you have heard me tell this story before. I'm gonna tell this and then I'll be done. I used to be in the international relocation business. What what I did was I expatriated and I repatriated high-level executives from companies like Enron. Uh, Nortel, uh, uh, Nortel, EDS, Flora Daniels, Unical, uh, some of the more high level. Uh, here in Houston, I uh, repatriated uh, the former conductor for the Houston Symphony, who was French, back to France when he retired. Um, and that includes so many different things from the, the basics of packing up household goods, but the paperwork and documents that are necessary, getting all of the benefit packages together, but making sure they, the entire move takes place. Whether you're expatriating to a foreign country to, to work for your company or you're coming back home, I did it. I was the person brought in and, and, and uh, worked with Enron to repatriate all of their employees when Enron crashed. And I got to see firsthand people who thought they were safe. Go work for a company 25 years, retire, collect your 401 and your pension, and, and, and live happily ever after. I saw people who had put in 30 years and had overly had over-invested in their 401k towards Enron, which shouldn't have never been allowed to be done in the first place, but they did. And they were coming home after 30 years broke. That was a one one uh assistant who worked for a high-level executive who was making good money and had been with the company for 30 years. She was ready to retire with over a million dollars. She lost it all. No thing is safe. You've got to get out there and get in the game and you got to diversify. You've got to expand yourself. You got to expand your reach. I'm telling you, I saw some horror stories dealing with that and bringing those people back. It was crazy. But what I can tell you is, a lot of them started new businesses. They didn't find new work. They started new businesses. They took their skill set and they decided, I'm not going to let anybody else control my destiny. I'm going to go out and I'm going to do something on my own. A couple of them I still talk to. And they're making more money now than they made when they were working for the company. But they had to believe in themselves. They had to get out of the familiar. And they had to move into the unfamiliar. They had to create a new uh, reality, a new future with the unknown. It's scary, but it's so rewarding. On that note, I'm going to get ready to get out of here. As I said, in the description box is a course that has done unbelievable things over the last five years. Uh, I sold the licensing to an institution that uh, benefited uh, immensely from it, uh, but I didn't renew the license with them. I took it back and it's mine, all mine now. And I'm passing it on to you for those. It's called Crushing Limiting Beliefs. If you're ready to start, that's a good place to start. It is definitely not the same as working with me in a one-on-one -on -one capacity, but it is a comprehensive program with over 19 lessons. Uh, each lesson uh, helping you work out different things that are holding you back and helping you to eliminate these limiting ideas that are keeping you from stepping out and doing exceptional work. The uh, link is in the description box. Also, if you haven't joined 
the epic realm community of high achievers you're missing it we're doing it over there come join us come hook up with us come be a part of something special we're making 2022 epic on that note i am out of here you guys have an unbelievable day and i plan on doing the same thing